0: The first of the commission lawsuits is going to court. If you're a real estate agent and don't know about these commission lawsuits, you've been living under a rock and need to get educated. Yes, I'm being a little forward here. This is the biggest piece of litigation the real estate industry has seen for decades. Before we get into what that means and how you should run your business, if you like what you see here, you learn something or you just appreciate the content that we're putting out, give us a like, subscribe to the channel here, and we'll make sure we keep all this information coming. So, it's the week of October 16th. This is the week that the first of the two commission lawsuits is going to court. Opening arguments are happening yesterday on October 17th. The trial is set to last up until November 3rd with a verdict predicted on November 6th. And What we know about these lawsuits, if you need more information, you can Google it, number one. What we know about these lawsuits is that originally named in the suit was the National Association of Realtors, Keller Williams, Home Services, Anywhere, and Remax. Anywhere and Home Services are parent companies. Anywhere is the parent company to Century 21 and Coldwell Banker, and Home Services is the parent company for Berkshire Hathaway. So those are all the people named in the lawsuit. The terms of the settlements were very similar for both companies. Basically doing things you should be doing already as a good real estate agent, specifically not saying it's free to use your services as a buyer agent, or not filtering out listings by the offer of commission or refusing to show someone a home where you don't like the offer of commission, which is what every good agent should be doing. Let me be very clear there. The big term that came out that kind of rattled people a little bit is that remax and anywhere are not requiring their franchisees to be members of the national association of realtors and uh to follow the code of ethics of the national association of realtors which that that's probably a bigger conversation for another time this is very similar to the doj nar settlement that happened prior to the biden administration being elected and subsequently got overturned which is like the first time in history that ever happened so we know what's going on. These are the terms of the settlement. What, what does this mean if this go- is going to court? And there's a company out there, it's called Keefe, Bruyette and Woods. They're an investment banking firm in New York City. They did an analysis on this and they feel the commission pool could potentially drop up to 30% because as part of the terms of the settlement, you don't have to offer out an offer of compensation to a buyer agent for RE-MAX and for anywhere, which we've seen local MLSs start to adopt this. NAR has adopted this. That's the other big term that came out of those settlements. So they're predicting the commission pool could drop about 30%, meaning revenue for real estate agents could drop about 30%. So this is going to be very interesting to see how this goes. We've already seen questions from consumers asking about these commission lawsuits and what that means and do they have to pay a buyer agent. So this is going to come up. And what is likely going to happen here, I would not be surprised if this goes down. If you've ever seen those commercials for... Mesophilioma, where if you were treated for mesophilioma, between this time and this time, you might be entitled to compensation. There could be something very similar that happens after this lawsuit is over. If you bought a home between this date and this date, or you sold a home between this date and this date. I don't know what the commercial's gonna say. I just know what they look like. Those commercials could be happening and coming to your marketplace. So be ready for that, number one. But really, there's three things Every real estate agent who is serious about their business should be doing in light of these lawsuits. The first one is what's your plan to generate listings? You've heard it before, you got to list to last, you got a list to exist. If you don't have a listing-focused business, if you don't have a plan to bring in more listings at scale, constantly, every week, every month, then you're losing control in your business. When you list homes, you have control. Think about what it's like having offer deadlines to deal with where some of these agents that are out there, they come up with these knucklehead deadlines of, hey, nine o'clock on Sunday, we're gonna be reviewing offers. When you list the home, you can advise the seller when to set the deadline, and maybe it's, hey, we'll set a deadline of Monday, let me review everything, and let's talk on Tuesday to handle things during normal business hours, like a true professional, instead of coming up with a cockamamie, ludicrous deadline that forces everyone to get all riled up. That's number one. Think about the control you have there in your business when that happens, well, now if there's a question of offer of compensation, there's not that entitlement to, I showed the home I'm getting paid. Well, now you have more control and more dominance in the market. So one is I would have a specific listing plan in your business plan for 2024, how you're gonna generate X amount of listings per month. Our team goal is to eventually get to hundred listings coming in a month. And we've set a number for this quarter. We have a number for the first quarter. We have a game plan here to do this. That should be part of your business plan. That's number one. Secondly, you've got to do a little self-evaluation. How strong are your scripts? How strong are your objection handling skills? Because this is going to be coming up. It's no different than, hey, will you cut your commission for me? It's actually a very similar conversation. Are you ready to explain this to potential sellers and buyers about how you're going to get compensated and you're going to get paid? Because if you're not, you're going to get run over by the people that know the law, know the cases, depending on how this ruling goes. But forget the ruling. Let's look at what these other major companies have already done. REMAX, Anywhere, NAR, they've all said, hey, you don't have to offer buyer compensation out anymore. Bright MLS did the same thing. It's the second largest MLS. So you've got to have a skill building plan in your business plan about how you're going to handle these objections more effectively. And the third component is going to be, how strong is your appointment? Are you delivering the appointment when you meet with a seller or when you meet with a buyer with conviction? Are you setting the expectations up front? Are you doing the things that you know you need to probably do right at the first meeting in order to one, get them to be on your side, two, win the business, and three, be able to navigate all this so you get compensated for the work that you're putting in. So there's a little self-evaluation here. Three things to be thinking about in light of these commission lawsuits. And if you're not focused on how am I generating listings, how am I handling these objections, and how strong is my appointment so I can almost eliminate the objection before it comes up, then you might be primed for disruption once this lawsuit's moved forward. So really evaluate this. These are the three things you should be thinking about. Anything I can do to help, let me know. And if you got some value out of this video or you felt like it helped, just subscribe to the channel and give us a like.